Today I've opened my heart to these loving expressions as a soothing balm for distress or grief. When I am concerned about another, love centers me in the truth that all is in divine order, no matter how circumstances appear. I enfold the people I care about in a sphere of love, encircling them in peace and protection. When I am troubled, I find comfort in others' loving words. I surround myself with those who offer solace in my time of need. I find encouragement in their kindness and compassion. As we share of ourselves in kind and loving ways, we hearten spirits and bolster faith, giving comfort to ourselves and others. And from the Bible, comfort your hearts and strengthen them in every good work and word. That's from 2 Thessalonians 2.17. And now it's time for Surely the Presence. Please join us in singing while Joyce leads us in Surely the Presence. statement. Let's all say our opening statement together. There is only one presence and one power active as the universe and as my life, God the good. The three to stand on up. Well, Joyce leads us in, I feel wonderful. Center and online, please greet each other whatever way you feel comfortable with. Our center, turn on gallery view. 
Don't forget to go back, wave into the camera, say hi to the Zoomers. I'm Jerry. Yeah, you're right. Jerry Mm -hmm. All right, third. We get all of the initial rush out of the way, right? No, 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 he'll do did you send out those weekly emails to let everybody know uh, details of the regular events for grandfather services and for Dr. Dari's circle book and film discussions. Next Sunday will be the fourth Sunday. Dr. Dari's circle group will be discussing the first two episodes of the 1619 project. So feel free to go on Hulu or someplace and, and watch them and come and join us. In the email that I send out, there's contact information if you need to get a hold of Dr. Daria or Rebecca Green. Announce, uh, oh, does anyone else have an announcement? Joanna? Yes. Susan, Joanna, Easter's April 9th, we're going to have a nice big lunch afterwards. Johnny volunteered to bring a ham. Easter, April 9th. Johnny better also remember to bring also my birthday, so I'm bringing the birthday cake. <laughs> and cake. Mm -hmm. So, April 9th, April 9th, Joanne's birthday. Yay! Oh, I was born on Easter. Easter Sunday. It's the first time it's been on my birthday again. Wow. Amazing. Uh, I'm probably sure you should wear Easter bonnets, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we Easter need bonnet. two readers for April. So, think about that. Sign me up. Or, no, wait. One. One. Because we just got a volunteer. Sign, sign me up. I thought you had, but. Anybody on Zoom? Any announcements on Zoom there? I don't see any hands up. Okay, let's move on. It's time for a unity statement. Please join us and we'll all say it together. Any moment to catch up with us here. Okay. 
We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. Now it's time for a song of joy. Feel free to stand on up as Joyce leads us in I Am the Radiant Life of God. Saturday night at seven. Well, you guys are all and we were all hanging fire out fire by the fire last night. Here, here. Here. Sorry. <laughs> and now it's time for a reading. Today, the reading will be by Susan. Uh, so this reading is coming from Unity's Linton booklet, 40 Days of Letting Go. And uh, this is written by Reverend Christina Garza, and it's from John 5, 8, 9. Jesus said to him, stand up, take your mat, and walk. At once the man was made well, and he took up his mat and began to walk. This is the process of denying the power. Whether we realize it or not, we are often stuck in old stories that have deep power over us. Many of these stories keep us in the terrible twos, too old, too unattractive, too broken, too ashamed, too unworthy, and we don't believe life can change. Based on these old beliefs, we interpret respond and make decisions in present time. In John 5, when Jesus is at the pool of Bethesda with the paralyzed man, Jesus says, do you want to be made well? The man has a list of reasons why he has not been healed over the years. Jesus simply tells him, stand up, take your mat and walk. 
When the man is ready to deny the power of his old stories of lack and limitation, he takes the first step. Do you have faith to step into a new story of your divine identity? The affirmation is, I am ready to boldly step into my divine identity. Let's say that together. I am ready to boldly step into my divine identity. March 19. Thank you, Susan. Just letting go in, 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 in Linton. It's always been like letting go of chocolate and things. But here at Unity, we do wonderful things about letting go of old stories. Thank you, Susan. And now it's time for a meditation song. Please feel free to stay seated while Joyce leads us in an old Irish blessing. Affirmations, please join us. We'll all say them together. I am the love of God in expression. I am truly thankful for all the good I already experience. I am growing more prosperous with every day. I am healthy, active, old, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. And I am at peace, knowing everything I need comes to me in the perfect time, in the perfect way. This is the third Sunday of the month, so 
we will be praying the traditional Lord's Prayer, followed by the Alleluia. Yeah, let's all say this together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from error. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Sunday in the month is usually nine in summer. For some reason, we are privileged to have the wonderful Joanne Cobbs as our speaker today. You yeah. is muted. How old is that? Old. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Okay. Blues. All right. Oh. Share screen. Share screen. All right, good morning. Good morning. I'm Joanne. And today we're going to talk about feeling good. It feels good to feel good, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And it feels bad to feel bad, doesn't it? Right. I don't think anyone can disagree with either of those statements, do you? And I think it's a pretty safe bet to say that everyone on the planet has felt both ways at different times in their lives, and sometimes both ways in the same day, sometimes the same hour or conversation. Okay, I typed it all out because I tend to get so enthusiastic that I talk too fast. So if I talk too fast for you, just go, mm -hmm. all right, and this keeps me on track. Okay, now you know we read that one slide when we're giving you a statement about um, the teachings of Jesus and others. And I love the others as much as I love the teachings of Jesus. So, I personally love learning from teachers that are in non-physical form. Some people refer to that as channeling. I've heard many channel teachers over the last 40 plus years, and I've learned to discern between truth with a capital T and someone's truth filtered through their ego, or just simply a misunderstanding of that truth. If the teachings are based 
in fear, I don't listen. Source is never fearful. Truth from many of these teachers, while worded slightly different, all agree with the same basic premise that we are more than mere humans. We are the divine in physical form, having a human experience. This is the opposite of the basic premise of almost all religions on the planet today, which is you are merely a human reaching outside of yourself for a spiritual connection. So for a quick version of who you are, this one resonated with my soul when I first read it. I printed it out and it's been hanging in my office door for over 30 years. This is the adventure that Source is on. Let me take this slowly. What, you ask, was the beginning of it all? And it is this, existence that multiplied itself for the sheer delight of being and plunged itself into numberless trillions of forms so that it might find itself innumerably. I'm not going to pronounce that name. So I'm going to do this one again. This is, this is beyond deep, but it's so basic truth. What you ask was the beginning of it all, and it's this, existence that multiplied itself for the sheer delight of being and plunged itself into numberless trillions of forms so that it might find itself innumerably. Okay. Now, the concurrent adventure that we are on, that source's adventure, click. Okay, this one is, this depiction comes from who we are, it comes from St. Germain's teachings mm -hmm. and theosophy. Uh, you've seen it downstairs on the table, and I hung it up on the wall. I forget whose talk that was, but thank you for leaving that down there. So if you think of that existence that we saw on the last slide, if that existence or any word you use to describe it, such as source, all of it is, the mother-father principle, spirit divine, God, if you think of that as those ever-expanding circles, you see those circles that are around that just keep going out, that's source expanding. Okay, and those beams of light are those innumerable trillions of cells going out to experience source, feeding back to source this unlimited information. So, uh, now Abraham, which is one of my favorite teachers that many of you have heard about, and I forgot about a box of their stuff in the car to share downstairs, describes from the perspective of forms, which they call our inner being. So imagine that's you down there at the bottom, having this life experience. Above you is your individuated inner being, which is part of the whole. Okay. Um, whoops, let me go back. Not ready for the Bible yet. I got to read this one. Okay. So this is that being talking. I'm going to project part of my consciousness into a physical form. I will send a part of my consciousness into this physical being, and that part of me will then explore and become and create avenues of new becoming. And each time an avenue of new becoming happens, because of this 
physical being that is out there on this leading edge, I will give my attention, not split energy attention, but my pure attention to that new expanded request. So the universe will begin to expand because my human pioneer has discovered a new desire. And I understand what he's asking for, and I will hold undiluted, non-contradicted attention about that. And I will represent a point of attraction so that there will become a vibrational becoming about what he asked for. We are explaining creation to you. Are you getting it? Okay, you have to understand why it's being done for us to begin with. We are the physical extensions of source. This is all for the joyful expansion of your individualized soul and the added bonus of guaranteeing that source expands for eternity. That is how eternity happens. The promise and agreement from source always was, always will be, you ask, we will become it and hold the frequency, frequency of what you desire as a beacon for you to reach for and make manifest. To ensure that we didn't forget this agreement once we incarnated here, Source provided us with an emotional guidance system that would let us know if we were moving towards our desire or away from our desire. Now look at, let's look at the science of manifestation. You've all heard about the law of attraction, haven't you all? Anybody not heard of the law of attraction? Oh well, you learned it anyway. <laughs> let's take a quick look and see what the Bible has to say about it. Okay, from Matthew 7, 7, ask and it shall be given to you, given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. And from Ephesians 3.20, our God is able to exceedingly, abundantly above all we ask or think. To do exceedingly or abundantly above what we ask or think. And from Mark 11.24, Therefore I say unto you, all things whatsoever ye pray for and ask for, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And in John 16.24, Jesus stated, Ask, and ye will receive, and your joy will be complete. That last one is my favorite. Uh -huh. This idea of manifesting all we desire has been around for centuries. It's not New Age thinking. Let's inject some more modern terms to expand this concept. Frequency and vibration. Abraham explains frequency like this. There's a current that runs through everything. It exists throughout the universe and it exists throughout all that is. It is the basis of the universe and it's the basis of your physical world. Some people are aware of this energy Body workers, definitely, we work with it all the time. But most people are unaware. However, everyone's affected by it. A lot like gravity. Nobody can really explain it, but none of you are going to jump off a building and fly, trust me. All right. Here's another brilliant mind. Here's how Einstein explained it. Everything is energy, and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy, this is physics. Amen. Mm -hmm. Okay, and there in a nutshell is the law of attraction. That which is likened unto itself is drawn unto it. How many of you have heard that? 
and have asked and didn't receive what you were asking for. Come on. <laughs> Liars. <laughs> Everybody on this freaking planet. Give me a break. Yeah. Okay. It's my desire that this immutable universal law and the importance of understanding what you're feeling at any given moment will allow you more joyful control of experience in your life and help you understand your past experiences and why you haven't gotten what you wanted. You are not and have never been a victim. Labeling yourself negates that you have any creative control in your life. There are no accidents, divine appointments, yes. Careless desires made manifest, yes. Momentary unconsciousness, yes. Course correction, yes. Everything has a purposeful result for the soul's curriculum. No accidents. And that's L.D. Thompson, one of my favorite buddies. For me personally, I try to view every experience through the eyes of source, such as this would not be happening to me if it were not for a good reason, some purposeful good, that this is in agreement with my individual soul's agenda. It has always held true in my life, even if it took a little extra work to get out of the lower frequency emotions sometimes. My commitment to myself has always been to not linger in the lower emotions for too long. You don't want those lower frequencies to attract vibrationally matching experiences into your life. So let's look at the guidance scale together. So now the people at home can see this and you guys all have a copy of it. Okay. The higher frequencies, seven and above, feel good. I need my copy because I don't see the whole thing. Can you see number one on your screen? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I don't have it online. Because the the bar is in the way. I could do the bar. Okay. So from seven and above, we got contentment, hopefulness, optimism, positive expectation or belief, enthusiasm, eagerness, happiness, passion, joy, appreciation, empowered, freedom, and love. Great places to hang out, right? Yeah. All right. So, do, 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 do. the frequency or vibration of your energy is moving freely in those seven, and you feel light and empowered. Now we'll do from eight down. We have boredom, pessimism, frustration, overwhelmment, disappointment, doubt, Worry, blame, discouragement, anger, revenge, hatred, rage, jealousy, insecurity, guilt, unworthiness, fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness. I don't even like reading those. Okay. So the frequency of vibration gets more and more condensed. It feels like your energy is slowing down and you feel heavy or dense. You feel less and less powerful the further down you sink literally sink. So, let's go back to this earlier slide and what Abraham explained about our relationship to our inner being. So the universe will begin to expand because my human pioneer has discovered a new desire and I understand what he's asking for and I will hold it undiluted, non, I always want to say contraindicated, but non 
contradicted attention about that and i will represent a point of attraction so there will become a vibrational becoming about what is asked for so when you ask it's given the given part is held by our inner being complete complete even better sometimes than you imagined it like most of the times so why does it seem to work all the time i'm going to suggest something that will either annoy you or aha you aha okay back to that scale pick something that you've asked for repeatedly and this is the one you've asked for the longest this is this is your go-to i want this thing and it hasn't manifested in your life yet make it personal not world peace that's not your job try to really tune into the feeling of that unfulfilled desire think about it for a minute what do you, what do you really really want that you not got that you, you think about probably every day and go come on universe i've asked why aren't you giving it to me all right you got that feeling now, does that feel like a desire or a long yearning? No. Yearning. A celebration. A yearning. Wait, no, this is one you haven't gotten yet. We're getting it, you just don't know. <laughs> yeah, but we're. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, that's why I said yet. But we're looking about what people are feeling on a daily basis and how to get it to finally come into your experience. Turn that dial a little bit more. Yeah. So there's a vibrational difference between pure, undiluted desire with no contradiction in your vibration and the vibration of longing or yearning. Longing and yearning come from focusing on the absence of what you want. You're noticing it's not there all the time and it doesn't feel good. After a while, it's hard to infuse an old longing with much positive enthusiasm, isn't it? Only you can discern if your desire has shifted down to disappointment, way down here to number 12, because you've been asking and asking and haven't seen the answer to your asking. Here's the key. Your inner being became it the moment you asked. Ask and it's given. Your job is to match the frequency that your inner being is holding for you with your undiluted, non-contradicted attention. We tend to go, oh, I want a new car, but it's so expensive. But I want a new car, but I asked, I asked, so I'll, I'll get it, because I asked. Oh, I, hope I, have to, I hope I don't have to make payments. Ooh, insurance costs so much for a new one. Maybe I should get a new one. Maybe I should ask for an old one. Do you see how we're diluting it? We're kind of polluting our, our once pure desire with all our our butts and our worries. Okay. Any of the lower vibrations are your indication that you and your inner being are not vibing at the same frequency. And how far apart you are to vibing with your inner being is indicated by where you are on the chart and how bad you feel. Depression is only the indicator of how far you feel removed from your inner being. You may have little or no control on outside circumstances and events, but you have total control of your own frequency. So through my life experiences, I've been all over the entire scale, as I think most humans have. 
But for me, knowing that bad feelings only mean Source is not viewing the situation the same way I am is enough for me to shift my attention from how I was viewing it to try to view it from the eyes of Source. What would Jesus do is exactly the same idea to those who hold Jesus as the highest possible authority. So we've heard people say, what would Jesus do? But you know, when you think about it, it's like, oh, what would Jesus do? Jesus would align with the source, with the Father and I are one, and ask purely and uncontradicted. Better? Okay. Now I can't see my paper. Okay. How about that? All right. Now, if you're in depression and someone comes along like your mother and says, oh, there we go. I can be in front of it, don't I? Think about something positive. The best you can hope for is to rise up to hatred or even a little higher to anger. But it's too far to jump to go all the way up to feeling good and, and being enthusiastic and joyful. Vibration, like your car's transmission, doesn't like to jump too many gears at once. It's an un pleasant experience for your car, and jumping emotions too quickly is uncomfortable and not possible when you try. You go up incrementally. But first, you have to acknowledge whether you feel good or bad. That's the best starting point. So you pick at any point, how do I feel today? You don't have to go for exactly which one. Just break it down to those two general ones. Am I feeling good or bad today? Um, then look over the emotions on the list and try to pinpoint where you think you are. Then look for a feeling several steps above what you're feeling that looks like something you could probably reach for. Try to remember that you feel bad because you want to feel the frequency of your inner being and you are feeling removed from that joyful feeling in this moment. Acknowledge that that is impossible, an illusion, because you could never be removed from your inner being, ever. But you could be so intently focused on the problem or situation in that moment and viewing it as an unwanted thing when inner being has already created the solution and is holding it for you. From this day forward, if you want a joyful, empowered life, the one that you set out to have before you hopped into this lifetime, first acknowledge that you are a physical extension of the creator of the universe. Yes, you. Periodically check in with your emotional guidance system. I have my scale hanging in my kitchen, so I see it a lot. Ask yourself if you're feeling good or bad. Try to pinpoint where you are on the scale, and then take appropriate action to move up the scale if you're already not up to the good feeling vibrations. Meditate, work out, volunteer to help someone else, read an engaging book, go outside and connect with nature. More importantly, stop doing the thing that you're doing you know is going to lower your vibration, and you know when I'm talking about, we all do it. One of my teachers offered that when you observe your mind racing with negative thoughts, that's what's called the monkey mind, because it's always chattering. I say, I am spirit and I am light, creatively masquerading as this wondrous human being. The trick is to remember this so that my spirit angels better can guide me back into alignment with my source and towards my joy. 
I also, when it's, when I'm really way down here on the bottom of that list and I'm just, in my mind is taken, taken over, if you can become the observer for a second and go, ooh, look at all that, look at all that chatter, I just go, shut the blank up and it'll shut up for a minute. It used to get yourself some control back and then you, okay, it's all an illusion. I'm just feeling this because I'm disconnected from my inner being. Okay, and there are many helpful techniques to move up, this, move up the scale in the Abraham books, asking it's given. So, I'm going off track here. It's okay. We all have a walking prayer. And the walking prayer is your, your set point, your emotion where you hang out on this scale on a daily basis. I didn't realize how much I hang out in number 14, worry. Because <laughs> I can get a lot, of, a lot of things done when I'm in worry. Because I'll go, oh, I should do this. Oh, I better do this. This has got to get done. And, then, and I'm just always going and doing stuff. Because I'm worried if I don't get it done, something bad will happen. It's not a bad place to hang out as long as I don't go down to discouragement. You know, like, oh, I can't get it all done now, I'm discouraged. So try to find out where you hang out as a, a lot of times. Are you, you asking a question? Does it feel good when you're there? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. It's becoming aware, really being aware of how you feel and how you want to feel. It's a commitment you have to make to yourself. I want to feel good. I, doesn't feel good. I'm not. I'm not going to go there with you. I'm sorry. I've I've walked away from people. <laughs> walked away from Gina. <laughs> nice and calm, being there, being this. I'm going to be the enlightened one. I will not get involved in this. And then she just gets down there to, she gets into like 19. And I can feel myself slowly being pulled. And next thing you know, you're in the argument with them. Well, with her, it's easy because it's, it's so out there. Some people, it's not easy. It's, it's so subtle, you don't realize you're sinking down. But I just went, you know what? I'm not even going, where, going there with you today. I just walked away and she's yelling at me, you're a child, you're a baby, come back here and be a woman. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I ain't going to play today, honey. So, Because it's a no-win situation. You cannot win any argument when you're both down there on the bottom of the scale. Forget it. Um, and I'm not, it's not that I sit and worry all the time. So I think my, my base level is I, I bounce around in the upper seven, but you gotta watch for that one little thread of lower frequency that's there out of habit. It's just an old habit. It's, a, it's something we picked up from our childhood, how our parents taught safe to, to be happy <laughs> in some households. You had to always have this little part of you on guard all the time. And so it's learning to calm that one down and say, come on, come on, 
We didn't know better then, we know better now. Come join me. Come back into alignment. So now let's review these seven feeling, good feeling emotions. <coughs> Starting with <coughs> contentment. Contentment. That little angel is definitely feeling contentment. When you look at that face, and you can just, you feel that contentment. Do you feel something shift in you to join that contentment? That's why I want to hang around with the happy people. <laughs> okay. Hopefulness. Now that's a hopeful looking <laughs> angel. Like, almost like, I don't know what, she's going to get a big birthday present or something? Here comes the big box. What's in it? Optimism. Uh-oh. What's wrong with this picture? What's wrong with that picture, do you think? She's hoping, wishing. She's, she's, she's not wanting something. She's hoping. But now look at your paper. I, I would say she's she hangs around in 13, doubt. She's doubting. So this is like, yes, Lord, give it to me. But let me let me, let me hedge my bet and cross my fingers too for an extra extra bonus. You don't know how hard it was to find an optimistic picture on the web. Because <laughs> when we do the slideshows, we like to pick a, a picture that matches the feeling of a song. I had the worst time ever. This is all I could come up with. <laughs> there we go. Well, it's, it's really a good one, though, because we get to talk about it. Yes, right, right, right. I know it's appropriate. That's why I put it in there. So, um, Sometimes we're not as optimistic as optimistic as we think. So for her, this was her little piece that hasn't integrated her little bit of doubt. Can I really trust that all that is loves and adores me? Yes, you can. Okay. Positive expectation, belief. When she releases her desire uncontradicted, just, that's what I found for positive expectation. She just knew it. Enthusiasm, eagerness, happiness, what it looks like to me. Passion, unbounded creative energy. Love that one. And then, of course, our favorite, joy, appreciation, empowered, freedom, love. This being is a blended being with their source. It's our destiny. Let's take all those good feeling vibrations and settle into our meditation. So get comfortable. Close your eyes. Take a deep cleansing breath. And now another, and as you exhale, step back. Step back from your identity with your body. Step back from your name, your gender, your age. Step back from your accomplishments, with your frustrations. Step back, step back. 
Step back from the strain you feel trying to be something or someone. Just step back into your beingness. As you quiet your mind, you may also feel the beating of your heart. Feel the peace deep within your soul. Know that you have always been appreciated and loved for all that you are by the Divine One. There's nothing to seek forgiveness for because you've done nothing wrong. All that you've done, all of you, all that you've been, has contributed mightily to the experience of the universe. Learn to see yourself through the loving eyes of the source of your being. Be at peace, be at joy, be at love. Amen. Amen. So hang your papers up someplace, bathroom window, kitchen someplace. We, we tend to only do our meditation or get aligned when things are going to hell. <laughs> you know, why not live as joyful beings all the time? At least enthusiastic or passionate. You know, that's, that, those are the people that are going to help fix the world. Okay, have a good day, everybody. Thank you, Joanne. That was wonderful. Okay, now it's time for our offering. While we are together in spirit physically and virtually, we want to thank everyone who has donated to Unity by Mail. We appreciate any checks sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street, Centralia, 98531. And you can also donate online by clicking on the donation page on our website, unityofcentralia.net. Thank you, Tom. So, as we hold our offering in our hands and hearts, we'll say our offering prayer together. You okay, Penny? Uh, yeah, I'm one step behind you. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Thank you. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. That is my only source.
Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Joyce. And now it's time for a blessing of thanks. Let's all say the blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. Now it's time for a healing prayer. Members of our community have requested we send out healing prayers and energy to the people of our communities who must deal with basic human needs while living without a home. And as always, I'd like to send out our collective healing energy to all of the people in Ukraine and Russia and all of the animals that are being affected by the war and displaced with so many families. If you'd like to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, raise your hand, unmute, tell us who it is, Shout them out or hold it quietly in your heart. No, my son Chris. You heard him in our room, friend John. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. Let's all say a prayer of protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us wherever we are. God is in all as well. Now I want to take just a moment to thank everybody who made today's service possible. Thank you, Penny. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for being our speaker today, Joanne. And uh, let's all gather together and sing our song of peace. And don't forget about fellowship downstairs. Lots of good food. Circle up. Circle up. This is this is where I fell over last time. So okay, no, it's not fall over. It's not real. It's not. Fall over.